Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. What time is it? I said, what time is it? It's episode time, motherfuckers. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What the fuck is up? Sorry for the cursing. I know on Apple Podcasts, they got my shit as a parental advisory, which I'm actually flattered by that because I would like to think this is like the Chronic album, but uh, this episode here is episode 111, if I'm not mistaken, is 111, god damn, like these episodes are just going bonkers right now, but again, thank you all for your support. Thank you to the fans, thank you to the audience, anybody who takes time out their day to listen to the podcast, I'm truly thankful and appreciative, but this episode here is a special one. It's been a while since I had a guest, Grace Day Presence, on here, and it just so happens for this episode, episode 111, I wind up having a special guest on here, he's actually a part of a... I don't know if it's a three or four man team. I was kind of hoping I can get all of them on here, but unfortunately, I was only able to get one. But one is better than none. So, in fact, y'all know how I'm, y'all know how I am when it comes to guests. I'm all about hospitality. I let them introduce themselves. I don't want to steal the glory for them. So, my man, go ahead and introduce yourself. Damn man, man, what an introduction for for yourself, at least, man. Gotta got shout it out for you real quick. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. So this, appreciate that. So I'm one third of What's the Call podcast. There's three of us. Oh, it's three, like, y'all. Like, like like Jerry said, it was only able to get one so far today, but soon we're gonna we're gonna link all all three of us up to be on Sportsway with Jerry Day. So thank you for having us. My name is Aaron. One third of uh. An uprising, you know, podcast. Well, I'm not, not going to say like we're, you know, the best podcast ever. We're, we're working through it. We're making our strides so far. So yeah, what's the call, baby? There it is, man. Dead. I, I, I like that name. What's the call? I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm actually digging that name. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask you about that later. On. I'm, I'm gonna ask you about that later on within the episode. But uh, All right, cool. this episode here, it's a bunch of things I want to speak on. But again. 
being that we are now in the mark, being that we are now in the month of March, like I said before in the last episode, every every episode I drop, if I can remember, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to acknowledge women in sports, being that it's Women's History Month. The last episode, it was only right I did the Williams sisters. So this episode here, being that it's Women's History Month, before we even get into the episode, I figured why not give some women their roses now. So me and my man Aaron, we're going to pick just five. We're going to pick five women. Fab five. We're going to pick five women and we're going to let them smell. Yeah, for real, for real. We're going to let them smell their roses right now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they, they say it's a woman's world, but I don't think so. But that's neither here nor there. But we gonna let we we gonna let them smell their roses on here. So go ahead, you you you, you a guest. I'm about hospitality. So thank you, you thank you. you. You yeah you you pick you pick your five girls and then I pick mine. All right. So am I going just reading off the five and then I'm gonna go with why I picked them or are we gonna go with uh, how do you want to do this? Oh no, not just 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 pick five. I, I mean, if you wanna, I mean, if you wanna state your reason why you picked them, cool. But I mean, you could just pick five. All right, so the five, I try to go a little bit all over the place. You know, we got, everybody knows, like, all the main ones. Let me go a little different. So the first one I'm going to shout out is Ronda Rousey. <clears throat> Ronda, you know, Ronda Rousey made her way through, you know, judo and the Olympics, the UFC, strike force, now WWE, and now she's, you know, she's champion everywhere she goes. Okay. So got to shout out Ronda Rousey for okay. sure. All right. Uh, we got Missy Franklin, which a lot of people might not know. She's an Olympic gold medalist mm. swimmer. Uh, it's kind of like an Olympic theme with a lot of these people. Uh, so Missy Franklin, she was pretty much like the, the female self for a while. When she was 17 in 2012, she brought home four gold medals. And so she, she definitely is one of the people that I've always looked, you know, I've always followed throughout her career. Unfortunately, now she's retired to the injury, but one of the best swimmers ever in the world. Okay, okay, okay. We got Candace Parker. <laughs> my man! My man, my man! <laughs> my man picked my boo, Candace Parker, my nigga! Whoa! So unexpected, yo. I'm cash-apping you $5 for that. I'm cash apping you five dollars. I swear to God, as soon as we done with this episode, I'm cash apping you five dollars. Hey, I'll take it, man. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> Yo, Candace Parker, man. She two-time MVP, Woo! Finals MVP. Talk, talk rookie dirty. Of the, rookie of the year. Mm. Two-time gold medalist. Mm. NCAA champion. Woo! And people also sleep, you know, when she's on her off-season, she's over in Russia winning championships. She's a five-time champion over in the Russian League. She's a champion no matter where she goes. Uh, and now she's joined the, the crew on TNT. Talk dirty. Uh, Talk dirty. You know what I'm saying? Candace Parker, man, she, she's up there. Nah. She's got to be up there. Nah. <laughs> 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 Ooh, you made my day with that one, yo. And then we got uh, we got two more. We got two more. I got Ali Raceman, another another Olympic gold medalist, uh, gymnast. Yes. Uh, she's done she's done so much for for the sport. You know, she's also a big advocate for uh, to end you know sexual abuse. I know that was Larry Nasser. You know that that fucking asshole. You know he 
unfortunately was involved with a lot of people and she's a big advocate to to stop that and I just want to give my my flowers to her for sure absolutely and then then last I got Elena Deladon my favorite favorite uh, basketball players yes MVP WNBA champ as of last year with the with the Mystics over in Washington rookie of the year she's the only WNBA player ever to record a 50-40-90 season, mm-hmm. which she recorded last year. Yes, she sir. She had 97% from free throw, which is, like, insane. That's, she, she, just, she just doesn't miss, all right? So mm-hmm. those are my top five that I'm, I'm going with oh. for this Women's History Month. Nice, nice, nice. Nice list, nice list. The can the Candace one stole the cake for me, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the Candace one stole the cake for me, man. My five... Yeah, you know, the first other game I went to, WNBA game, it was it was the Sparks against the Liberty, man. Mm. And she went up, and she went off. She went off as you as expected. Listen, listen, not to get off topic, but I think for everyone that knows me, I think I think everybody should know by now my infatuation with this girl. <laughs> I, I, I I know my lady hates it, but hey, it, hey, it, it is what it is. I, I listen, I love me some Candace Parker. I've been watching her since. Since before Tennessee, since like since before before Tennessee, and just like you, like I watched her. I've gone to, I want to say, probably four games that she's come to New York, and it was one time in particular. It was one time I took my niece, me and my niece Uh went because she's a Candace Parker fan, and one of my one of my. I, I guess I can call him one of my coaching mentors, Dave. He 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 um he works at Barclays where he um I don't know if he does the score or he does something he does something around that table or wherever. Okay. So, so he was able to upgrade our seat. So we was Ooh, able to nice. we was able to literally sit behind the Sparks bench, like where they bench was at. I'm, oh, I, 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 I kid, I kid, <laughs> yo, I kid you not. I probably was probably two rows behind them, and all I could, I couldn't stop looking at this girl. And what made it even more <laughs> fitting, and what made it even more fitting, is you know when they come out the tunnel, uh-huh. we was able to give them fives before they came up, like as they approached the tunnel. And when I tell Damn. you, and when I tell you, when Candace touched my hand and gave me a five, it was over. It was over. How long did, how long did it take you to wash your hands after that? <laughs> I don't think I did. To this day. <laughs> to this day. To this day. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, my five. I, I, I'm gonna go with my five. My five is, and they're all females that have jobs within the NBA. Okay. And so I think it's a beautiful look with that. Becky Hammond, obviously, assistant coach for the Spurs. Um, yep. Lindsey Harding, former WNBA player, who's now an assistant coach for the Sacramento Kings. Christy Tolliver, who's still in the league, who's now back with my L.A. Sparks and Candace Parker, for that matter. She's an assistant coach. Yeah, she's an assistant coach for the Washington Wizards. Kara Lawson, who used to play at Tennessee. 
She's a, she's an assistant coach for the Celtics. And last but not least, I got to go with New York Liberty legend, Teresa Weatherspoon, a.k.a. Teaspoon. She's the play. She's a two-way player development coach for the New Orleans Pelicans. So those are the five girls that I feel like should get their roses now for Women's History Month. No diggity, no doubt. Right, let's get it. Yeah, man, let's get it. So now, now that we got that out the way, this episode here, we got to speak on this Spike Lee situation with the Knicks. You know, I got to speak about that. Um, I'm also going to speak about, well, we are going to speak about, you know, Goatman, Tom Brady. We're going to speak about that because it's a, it's a lot of shit going on with that now. Like, the dude's never been a free agent before. This is his first opportunity at it. And... I don't really know if he's enjoying it or whatever the case may be, but we're going to dissect that. And, you know, another GOAT, Tim Duncan, you know, he had coached um, his first game um, a few few days ago, so we got to speak on that. And then after that, you know, we're just going to, you know, add some things on the cuff to make this ep- episode a little interesting. So, my man Aaron, you ready to get down with this? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. Now, again, the Spike Lee situation... I mean, I mean, we're both New Yorkers. I mean, I don't know yep. if you, I don't know if you're a Knicks fan, though. I am, I am. Unfortunate, oh, oh, oh. unfortunate Knicks fan. Oh, you are. All right, so, it, all right, so being that you're a Knicks fan, I mean, I was gonna give you the floor first anyway because, again, you were a guest on my show. With all my guests, whether it was my SLA, whether it was my SLA Network brothers, whoever, I let them get the floor first. I'm all about hospitality. So, being that you the guest, and being that you a Nick fan, I feel bad for you. I'm gonna let you speak on this first. What's what's what, what's going on with the Spike Lee shit? So, it, it seems like something that was very small that ended up just being something that was just too big for no reason. Um, it seems like he he's been using this entrance, this employee entrance, for years, uh, years, twenty eight years, but. For years, and you know, just out of the out of the blue, you know, security gave him a tough time trying to get in. Um, they said that he has to only come in through the VIP. Uh, I think personally, when I first heard this, I was like, "This is kind of ridiculous that we even have to talk like this." Should this should like there's bigger issues in this world that like they're really gonna fight over an entrance. But um, it looks like it looks like Dolan had it out for him. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I know I know he had like things to say back when Oakley, you know, when they banned him from mm-hmm. the games and stuff. And I know that he has ties with him. So I don't know if maybe it's something that goes back to that. Mm-hmm. Like 2017 when they banned, I don't know. But um, I'm not sure if, I mean, you could tell from like the, the, the note that they put out, the next organization put out, they said it was laughable. You know, I don't think Dolan cares. You know, Spike Lee is like the equivalent to like Jack Nicholson for the Lakers. You know, like he's always Facts. at the games. Facts. Or like, or, or like the, I forget his name, but the Raptors super fan who's been there since like the inception of the Raptors. Like he hasn't mm-hmm. missed the game. Like, I know you're talking about. Like he, like he's a part of that. Like you know, people come, people come, and he's been there through like the bad, the very little good, but a lot of the bad. He's been there. Yeah, man. You know, this man spent over ten million dollars. They're saying in in season tickets over the last thirty years. Three hundred thousand a year. That's insane. So, like, I, I think they're bringing this up. And now, as you can see, I think a few days ago, they just brought in the smallest crowd 
they brought in in 13 years. Um, obviously, the Knicks are in trouble right now. I don't, and then with this virus happening, too, nobody's going to want to go to these games. I mean, this is the best time if you're a Knicks fan kind of pack your stuff and go pick a new team. You took the words right out you took the words right out of my mouth. Like that's how I'm looking at it. I know we talked about that on our on our podcast, you know, I it's it's when you're when you're dedicated to a team, you can't just pick up and move to somewhere else. But Yes you so can this happened. Yes you can uh, I mean not really though. Not really. I think it depends how like how much longevity you have. Like if you've been a fan of this team since you were a kid, you know what I mean? Like for years, years, years I, I just pick up and pick a new team. I, I don't know. I got I, me. I'm an underdog guy. I like to stick with my team through through the rough times and the great times. Because when because when they get to the great times, it's much sweeter. Oh man, it's true, man. Well, it's guess true, what? Man. Well, guess what? With this Nick team, jump ship now. Jump ship now. It's time. It's time. Like, listen. Again, we both New Yorkers. I'm I'm already to the point that I've conceded that we will never see a Knicks championship in my lifetime. I'm very comfortable in that. I'm 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 very good with that. Like my brother, he's a Knicks fan. He don't watch basketball like that, but he's a Knicks fan. He even concedes that he won't see a Knicks championship in his lifetime. What they've done with Spike Lee is a crime. He's yep. more loyal. He's more, he's more loyal to the Knicks than their own damn players. Like James James Dolan, Jim Dolan, whatever the fuck his name is. It's time. It's time for this dude to sell the team. And Charles Oakley already said it. Like I forgot what podcast it was, but I was reading up on it. He wants the NBA to take action on this. He wants the he wants the NBA to investigate him running the Knicks. Like it's like like it's time. Like, this is the mecca of basketball, for crying out loud. I know, you know, open court, you know, NBA TV just had some, you know, talking with the legends of Chicago for the All-Star game. They, they, they say Chicago is the mecca of basketball. I disagree. It's New York. You, New can, York. You, cannot have, you cannot have the Knicks be horrible if this is, the, if, if this is supposed to be the mecca. It can't be. I mean, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm happy the Nets is succeeding, but the Knicks need to get to that fold. And that's not going to happen as long as this motherfucker is the, is the owner. So right now, it's just like you said, with this coronavirus thing going on, and you just said that they just, what was it, they lowest, what was it, they, they yeah. lowest attendance? It's their, lowest, it's their lowest in 13 years. Right now is the time to hit them where it hurts. Stop going to games. Stop going to games. Because, first of all, your tickets are expensive already. And y'all motherfuckers is not even winning. So, the fact that you got expensive tickets and y'all asses ain't winning, that's more of a reason for y'all to just save your money. Don't don't come to the games. Stay at home. You ain't got to worry about the coronavirus. You ain't got to worry about nobody breathing on you, sneezing on you, touching you. You could be in the confines of your own house watching the Knicks. Don't don't hit him where it hurts. Hit him in his pockets, because what they've done with Spike is horrible. It's 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 a shame what they've done to Spike. Like he was on first take talking about they told him to leave, like leave, like leave the garden, and they wanted him to enter the garden at the thirty first Street entrance. 
Like, you can't even do that. Like, once you scan the ticket, you can't leave because there's no re-entrance after that. Yep. It's crazy, man. These motherfuckers is tripping, yo. They tripping. But, yeah, but 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 I'm in agreement with you. I think it definitely has something to do with his ties with Oakley. I, 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 I think I, so. Because so. so. why just out the blue? Like, why? It has to be some type of, like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show him type of deal. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, you know, this is my this is my team. You know, I, I make that call the shots type of thing. That's how, that's how I saw when I heard about it. Now, it's, it's time for y'all Knicks fans to hit this man where it hurts. Cause yeah, hit him in his pot, hit him in his pockets, hit him in his pockets. Cause signing petitions for him to sell a team that ain't gonna register for him. That's not gonna register for him. Y'all gotta hit him where it hurts. Stop coming to these games. Stop coming to these games. They should. I hear you, man. I I I think I think the Knicks fans should turn to like the Tampa Bay Rays, where don't no fans come to their games. Shit. The only time the only time the only time that stadium is packed. Is when the Yankees come there. That's it. Other than that, ain't nobody interested in baseball out there in Tampa. So now the Knicks fans should do the same thing. Stop coming yeah, to these. Gonna, stop coming to these games. Hit them where it hurts. I'm gonna start taking applications for new teams. So uh, you know, I, I, I gotta figure it out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> figure it out. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, do it. I'm, 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 t- I'm telling you, man, do it. It's, 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 it's time to do it's it, time, man. Right? It's, it's time. It's time, right? <laughs> How? How old are you, by the way? I'm 25. 25. So, yep. look at that. I'm 34. So, that right there tell. And again, but I'm not a Knicks fan. You are. So, your whole life, you've never seen these niggas win. Nah, never. You, you've never seen them win. And, and you're never going to see it. As, lo- <laughs> as long as he's the owner, you're never going to see them win. The yeah, only par- right, the only parade you'll see in New York, well, obviously the last two parades in New York have been the Giants. The only New York parade you'll see is my Yankees. That's it. You will not see a Nick parade. You damn sure ain't gonna see a Met one. All right, all right, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's 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 slow it down over there. Let's slow it down over there on the Mets one. Oh, oh, you 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 a, you a Met fan? I'm a Mets fan too, man. Slow it down on that one too. <laughs> Oh, my apologies. I, listen, listen, I got to keep it a stack, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got I, I got to keep it a stack. Orange, blue, and white, both them teams are horrible. I'm sorry. Damn, man. What happened to this hospitality? What happened? <laughs> I mean, we could put the hospitality up, but I, I also got to put my feet up and let know I'm in charge. <laughs> nah, you can you could take the Knicks. You can't take the Mets from me, man. I'm a, I'm, I'm rolling with them till, till the end of time. Ooh, Lord, 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 Lord. Man, underdogs, man, underdogs. When when you win, man, after years of fighting, it's much sweeter, man. I'm just saying, Yankee fans are, are lazy fans. I wouldn't say we're. I wouldn't say we're. I wouldn't say we're lazy. They're lazy fans. They they only come out when they're good. When they're not good, you don't hear. You don't hear a peep from them. Disagree. Disagree with that, my uh, man. Dis- I well, well, I, all right. I don't know. I don't know. All right. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it when it gets closer to the baseball season. Oh no! <laughs> we can talk about it now. <laughs> we, I, need, I need my backup. I, I need the other two people on watch the call, man. I need my backup. Oh, 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 oh! You need your reinforcements. All right, I got you. I got you. I, I got you. I need, I, I, I need Chuck to back me up. So uh, you know. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool. I'll take both of y'all. I'm good. 
<laughs> but yeah, man, it's a wrap for this first segment, man. Um, we just had to speak on the Spike Lee situation, man. Listen, Spike, I love you. You know what I'm saying? I support you. I ride with you. Um, I think it's stupid what they're doing to you. Come on, 28 years, and you've been using the same entrance, and now it's the issue? Like, come on, get out of here with that shit. And I know he said that he's not coming to no more games for the rest of the season. Listen, if Spike said this, then Knicks fans, y'all got to take heed. If your most loyal fan said that he's not going to no more games for the rest of the season, y'all need to do the same thing. Besides, is LeBron coming back to, is LeBron coming back to the Garden this year? I don't think so. I think he already paid his visit. James Harden. I think he already paid his visit. Greek Freak. I think he already paid his. Come on. Because listen, let's be real. When the road team comes to the Garden, that's who the fans are really coming to see. They're not really coming to see the Knicks. They come to see the road team. They come to see which, which star on that team is going to light their ass up. They're not coming to watch the Knicks. So being that all of those teams that got these star players, I don't think any of them is making that trip back to the Garden. Fuck it. Stay the fuck home. Why, why, like, why come watch them? You're right. Definitely right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, Spike, listen, Brooklyn to Brooklyn, you know I'm riding with you. You know, it's, it's, it's Brooklyn over here. It ain't East New York, you you Bedford Stuyvesant, but Brooklyn is Brooklyn. So I'm riding with you on this one, Spike. But uh, it's a wrap for this segment, you know what I mean? Your boys is going to take a quick little break. And when we get back, it's only right that I speak on the greatest quarterback in NFL history. And that would be Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Um, so when your boys get back, we're going to speak on that. This is episode 111. Sportsway with Dre Day podcast, The Hoods ESPN, with a special guest. Can you please tell the people your name again? This is Aaron from What's the Call podcast, baby. Your boys will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Holla. What up, y'all? This is your boy Aaron Kendrick, representing Kendrick Sports Talk podcast out of northern Arizona. I want to show some love to my man Dre Day on Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Keep it real, Dre. Keep dropping that sports knowledge. What's goody, man? It's your boy Arthur Almighty from Elevated Thoughts and SLA and Chill Podcast. Uh, also, the SLA Network, repping at Archer Academy. But hey, this your boy from Oklahoma City, aka Nompton, Oklahoma. Uh, just checking in with you, man, and letting y'all know you're now rocking with the Hoods ESPN, my guy. Represent Brooklyn, New York. Dre Day. Sportsway with Dre Day. Let's get it, man. What up, what up, what up? Your boys is back. Sportsway with Dre Day podcast, The Hoods ESPN. Again, this is episode 111, and I'm with my special guest. Please introduce yourself again. This is Aaron, one-third of What's the Call podcast. Mm. Uh, what's, yeah, What's the Call podcast. You know, just... It's a it's a sports podcast, but we just pretty much go off off the cuff at times. It's a bi weekly podcast with me and my two other co workers turned friends. You know, we, we build a bond through sports. So now we record and we drop we drop some stuff every once in a while. You know, we don't do we don't do a weekly show, we do bi weekly. 
and we talk about what, what we want to talk about. Sometimes we'll talk about what's happening in, in sports today. Sometimes we'll, we'll break it down. Our last episode, if you check us out, we talked about sports nicknames. And uh, I know I know Jerry had a couple of issues with that. We'll, we'll get to that later. Yep. Uh, you, yep. <laughs> yes, the fuck I did. Yep. You damn right I did. We definitely going to speak about that one later. So definitely make sure you check out What's the Call podcast. We're on Instagram, Twitter. Um, we're available pretty much everywhere. I'm sure Dre will put it in his in his bio and his description. Uh, but yeah, What's the Call podcast. You heard my call. What's yours? That's it. I can vouch for him. They got some good. They got some good content on there. I'm not just blowing smoke up his ass because he's on my podcast. It's the truth. They got some good stuff on there. I love the rapport that he has with, you know, his co-host. So, you got to sell me in within the first five minutes. And first five minutes, they got me sold for every episode. So yes, I definitely vouch for them. But um, yeah, this segment here, ha, <sighs> Goatman, Goatman, Tom Brady. Look, I, I'm 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 in my room right now doing this recording, and I'm looking on my bed and I see my little Patriots pillow. It's to the point where I have to say to myself, "Will I be throwing that pillow out soon?" I don't know. I I, I don't know. Listen, listen, listen. I've said it on I've said it on previous episodes. Yes, I'm a Patriots fan, but I'm more loyal to Brady. Because I've followed him since he played at Michigan. So I remember the, the, you know, the win against Alabama and the Orange Bowl. I remember that. So my loyalty is with him. It's not to the Patriots. And now with all of this that's going on with him now, I, 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 I honestly don't know what's going to happen. But again, being that you a guest, hospitality. I have to keep emphasizing that word, hospitality. So, I mean, I don't know how much of a Tom Brady fan you are. In fact, question: What is your team? Right. What, what what is your team? What, what what's your football team? I know once I say my team, they're gonna attack me. So I'm no. gonna go out and say it. Do 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 not <laughs> do not do not. All right, all right, just all right. <laughs> maybe, maybe this will make me feel better just a little bit. Just tell me what conference they're in. They're in the AFC or the NFC? You know what? I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to go for it. I'm, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. Oh, 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 oh. No, no, no. Oh, we good. We good. We good. No, no, no. Are we, we good? Yeah, oh, we okay, good. We okay. good. We good. We good. Sure. Woo! No, no. I, I, I thought you was going to say that team in Dallas. Uh. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm a, I'm a Bills fan. I, I try to keep it as New York as possible. Oh, well, I mean, listen. Patriots fan, Bills fan, there's no reason to be upset. We stay on the yard. There's no need to be upset. There's, like, there's no need to even be, there's no need to even trip off that. You know what I'm saying? But I will say this, though. Y'all have a promising future. I will say that much. Y'all have a promising future. Oh, my God. And that defense. I, I, I like y'all defense. Yep. I, I like y'all defense. Y'all could have beat us the first game. Y'all could have beat us the first game this season. But, I mean... When Matt, Barkley came, when Matt Barkley came in, it was over. If Josh Allen might have stayed in the game, y'all might have won. Yeah, you're right. It was definitely tough. Definitely tough. But they have a promising future. Josh Allen's my guy. If, if you listen to our episodes, I, I, I might shout him out maybe just because. Like, we'll be talking about baseball. I just might shout him out just because. That's my, that's my guy. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like him. I, I like that dude. I like that dude. But, yeah, man, your opinion on this Brady, this 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 free agency thing with Tom Brady. Because, again, this this is his first time in this pool. Yeah. He's, ne- he's never had to deal with this before. So, he's getting his cherry popped with this. In your opinion, if you, you know, if, if, if you was him, where would you go? Would you stay in New England or would you... You know, wind up testing the waters, and if so, where would you go? So, so I'm a big believer in like you know, if you like, it's I feel like it's so much more respect given if you stay. Like, especially like if on a team where like he's been so successful, like he doesn't know what a bad team is really. Mm-mm, nope. Like he like like he doesn't know in his in his long career about what a bad team is. So my thing is like allergic why, to losing. Like why? Why risk like starting over? Like some of the teams that they're mentioning are like I, I think as of like this week I talked about the Forty Niners being a being a possible suitor, which is funny because Jimmy G was was his backup, so it'd be kind of interesting if he comes through and takes his spot. Um, it'd be definitely interesting, but like I have so much more respect for people who like have been there for like their whole career and like stick it out. Like that's to me that's like. That's beyond anything. Like if you could, like if you if you have a chance to do that, like if you're as important as that to just to decide to stay with one team your whole career, um, you know, I've lost of respect for me at least for you. So I don't think he's going anywhere. To be honest, you don't. I, like, like, what's the point? What's the point? Like, does he really want to start over with with like like the Titans? No. Does he want to go to the Chargers? No. He definitely like he 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 might he might hear them out. Like if I was him, I would definitely hear them out. Because why not? It's oh no no no! Yeah, that's the point of being a free agent. It's, listen, it's like yeah. it's like listen, it's like it's like being single. You got to you got te- to test the waters. Wh- wh- which female can offer you the most? Like 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 you got you, you, you listen. What you offering? What you offering? What you offering? I right, and whichever one give me the best option, that's who I'm gonna roll with. Yeah, it's it's interesting because right now, like free agency is like a, like for quarterbacks is at a standstill because until he makes a move, is when everybody else. Will I agree. Him. I agree. Because because right now the teams that are are at, are, are, are at least that are mentioning about him are ones that all their quarterbacks are free agents. I mean, we've got Jameis Winston free agent. The Bucks could use a, a quarterback. Um, the Chargers they they moved off from Philip Rivers. Yes, the sir. Raiders. I mean, they got. I mean, the Raiders got Carr. But obviously, I mean, they were like the first team I think to come out publicly was like we want Brady. Um, the Titans, I mean, I'm I'm cool with Tannehill. Stay. Like they should just resign Tannehill to be honest and have him stay there. Mm. Um, I'm I'm cool. I'm definitely cool with that. I, I like what they what they're working with in Tennessee. Why why move somewhere else? You've been the one team your whole career. You've won several championships. You don't even know what losing is. Why not just finish on top? Because let's be honest, if he's on that team and the Belichick system, they're always going to be in the mix. Always be in the mix. So why why try something else? But I would definitely listen to other people. That's my take on it. But he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. You can't. I love your take. Now. You just can't. The question now, you said why would he leave? I will tell you why he would leave. Now, I mean, you're 25 years old, so you might not know, you might not know this song. Or maybe you, or maybe you do. In fact, what's your nationality? 
I'm I'm Puerto Rican, Dominican, Irish, Italian. I'm, I'm a little bit of everything. Oh, oh, so not so so you might you 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 might know this person. Have you ever heard of Aretha Franklin? Of course. Okay, she had a song called. In fact, let me spell it out for you. R e s p e c t, respect. And right now, Tom Brady doesn't feel he gets the respect he deserves in New England. And it all started. Well, actually, it's been a while. It's been a while since he's felt that way, because I remember it was a few years ago. He was on. Uh, I forgot where he was. At. I think he was in Cali. And Jim Gray, who does like Showtime or whatever, he had like he was like at a pan like he was doing like a panel interview, and he had asked him, "Does he feel like he gets the respect?" He deserves in New England. And Tom Brady said, I plead the fifth. He could have easily said, yeah. But he said, I plead the fifth. Now, for me, I know he wasn't talking about Mr. Kraft. He talking about Belichick. Because Belichick never wants to give Brady no props. Like, he would, like, he would, somebody will interview him after the game. And they'll mention Brady. Yeah, Tom did good. But you know, other guys did good too. They're not talking about no other guys. They're talking about Brady. Like just like like no, just give Brady his props. Like that's all that that's all Brady looking for. He's looking for his props. Like the whole thing about they never like they've never done anything in the offseason together. They've never gone golfing together. They've never done none of this shit. I mean, I don't know what Brady wants out of Belichick, but that's just not who he is. He's like Belichick is militant. There is no getting close. There is no getting close with my players because eventually there's gonna come a point in time where I gotta cut ties, and I don't want and I don't want that to cloud my judgment. And the contract thing this past this past season, if they really want to bring him back, they could have just gave him the extension right then and there. And I just think this is my this is my honest opinion. I think this past season, I think Belichick did this on purpose to Brady. Because let's be real, he been wanting Brady gone for quite some time now. He been wanting him gone for a while now. It's an ego thing. These guys have won six Super Bowls, nine Super Bowl appearances. You can make a case that they could have seven to eight Super Bowls. You could make a case. If it wasn't for that fucking shit with Eli, we have yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well, listen, the the second Super Bowl, I'm not gonna knock him for. That was a beautiful. You know, that was a beautiful pass he threw to Mario Manningham. But that first one, I will never get over that. I will never get over that. So Undefeated. Yes. So you can make a case. We have seven rings. Now the question is, who deserves most of the credit? Does Belichick deserve the most or does Brady deserve the most? Me personally, I'm going to always say the player deserves the most because they're the one that's out there. You can come up with the schemes all you want. But this still, you still need, you still need your soldiers on that battlefield to execute the plan. So, I'm definitely going with Brady on on who get who who gets the bulk of the share, who gets the bulk of the credit. I'm not with the whole 60-40. I might say 51-49 Brady, just to, you know, you know, you know, just to even it out. But yeah, I think I think it's more so. I think it's more so of a respect thing now with Brady. And the funny thing is. I don't know if you saw this video. 
him and Edelman was at a they was at a um yeah. Brady didn't look too thrilled when he did that. I mean he tried to I mean he tried to smirk it off, but you peeped that body language. Brady wasn't feeling that shit. And now Edelman is doing the whole, you know, stay Tom campaign, which I actually love, by the way. But I mean, listen, just like you said, like you like you love to see people ride it through no matter what. Yeah. I could recall three great quarterbacks that are now in the Hall of Fame that left the team that we thought they, they would never leave. Did you ever think Favre would leave Green Bay? He left. Probably not, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Peyton. We never thought he'll leave Indianapolis. He still didn't forgive the owner for that shit. Still don't. And he got a statue outside the stadium. Still don't rock with him. Who was the other one? Oh, Joe Montana. Did we ever think he'll leave the 49ers? So, I mean, it could happen. It, 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 no, it, it. It, it definitely, it definitely, it, it, def, it definitely can happen. And right now, as a fan of his, as a diehard fan of his, I'm at peace with whatever decision he made. See, at first, when this first came out, I'm like, nah, Brady, you can't leave. You gotta stay. You gotta stay. Like, even like watching that last game when we lost to the Titans, I was putting on a front. Like, I was smooth with that shit. I was pissed that we lost. Because I'm like, yo, damn, my nigga might really leave. He might really leave. But now I'm at ease with it now. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with it now. It's like wherever he, like I said, I'm loyal to him. So wherever he go, I go. Wherever he go, I go. Unless he goes to Dallas. If he goes to the Cowboys, then me and him. Go, no, no, no. If he, if he go there, then me and him just going to have to part ways. Like, we, we just got to part ways. Me, me and Brady is like Jay-Z and Bleak. I'm bleak. He hove. Where he go? You're not going to buy your, your, your brand new spanking Cowboys jersey? You, you, you will. <laughs> listen, it'll be a cold day in hell before I do that. <laughs> you will never hear me say, let's go Cowboys. Never. <laughs> the day you, the day you, the day you hit, the day you hear that. Listen, I'll be Bobby Brown and I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> Do you think, let me ask you, do you think the media has made this bigger than it actually is? Like, like what if, like, his relationship with Bill, like, with Belichick is, is good? Like, like what if it's just, like, the media just making it look like that? It's not. Because I don't think Tom's not really an open guy like that. People don't really know. No, he's not. About him like that. But- and neither is Belichick. So, so I think, like, what happens in sports is that media stirs up, like, a little thing, and then it ends up being, like, this huge thing that might change the landscape of but it's all media-driven. Because, like, the Edelman thing, I saw that video, and I'm sure, like, he just, like, yeah, what's like it's whatever. He's probably having fun with this, if I'm thinking. I would, too! Listen, I'm like, yo, 20 years? This is my first time being courted by this many teams? Hell yeah, I'm gonna have fun with this shit. Brady probably, listen, Brady probably already got his decision made up already. He probably already got it. He probably He probably already got it made up, but... He can't really make no move yet until the 16th. Because, listen, once that clock hit 12.01, he better have his phone by him because all these teams, is gonna be, they, they're going to be clamoring for him. But if I was him, if... I think... Go ahead. I think um, 
was I gonna say? Oh, uh, that's cut you off. I lost my train of thought. But see, that's him, what happens when you cut me is, off. How, how old is Brittany? He's 40, 42, 41? He'll be forty three in August. All right, forty three in August. He has a positive. He has a chance to go to a different team. Mm-hmm. But the teams that they're mentioning are like teams that like have young. Like they're young teams that they want to build to something bigger. Like even if they sign him, what kind of contract would that even look like? You know what I mean? Like, like how long? Like what? A two year deal at most? Probably two years, third year the option. Like I don't know. I I just can't see it in, like logistically like that wise like like that reason for the teams. Like I understand he's like. Like you said, he's the goat, and I there's no there's no debating that. Goat man, goat man. Like for future, like for future reasons, I, I'm I'm saying. Well, like, I don't know. I mean, no. I, I, listen, it's th- th- this this is complicated because again, it's like yo, this dude been here twenty something years. Give the dude what he want. All he want is respect. It's not because it's, it's not about the money with him. It's not. It's the respect thing that he wants. And even though Belichick, even, even though Belichick ain't that person that like gives him his glamour props as it is, at the end of the day, Mr. Kraft holds the cards. He already said he want Brady. He want Brady back bad. He don't want to see Brady in another uniform. So if you if you saying that you want him, let Belichick know. Listen, I want my guy. Now you take it and leave it. Like this is who I want, because whoever you bring over here, they ain't Brady. They could be in your system all you want. That this this Belichick system, they could be in it all they want. But come playoff time, they not Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. They might be able to get us to the playoffs. We might be able to have a good regular season. But when it comes time to these playoffs, is they gonna be able to have the balls that Brady has had? And I don't think so. Because I raised this question. What was Belichick like before he got Brady? Wasn't too good, now was it? Interesting. Interesting take. Very interesting. Very, very interesting take. So, Belichick, I think you need to think about that. Listen, Belichick, coach. Look, coach. You, you the goat in my eyes. You know, despite Spygate, all that shit. You the goat in my eyes. Because not only are you a head coach... Not only are you a Super Bowl champ as a head coach, people forget the two Super Bowls you won as a defensive coordinator for the Giants. So you the GOAT. But let's be real here. I got to call a spade a spade. Before Brady landed in your... I'm not even going to say lap because that sounds inappropriate. But before Brady got there in New England, what, what was your record like? What was you doing in Cleveland? What was you doing in New England before Bledsoe got hurt? It's just a question that needs answers. Let's not sugarcoat here. Let's not sugarcoat here. But if I was him, and then we can get off this. If I was him, there's two options. Two options. One of them is to stay in New England. I would love to see him stay there. But out of all the teams that they keep saying, 49ers, the 49ers is the new one. And if that was to happen, if that was to happen, I think it would be a trade. I think Jimmy G would come back to New England and then Brady would go there. But yeah, that's, prob- that's, that's probably what would happen. But honestly, out of all of those teams, 
I would say 49ers or Titans. Those are my two. The 49ers one I'll say because, again, it's, it's very well documented. He grew up a Joe Montana fan. And he's from California. The Chargers won. Okay, I get it. New stadium. They need to put asses in the seat. And Tom Brady can help with that. I get all of that. But no, no. Yeah. The, the 49er one, I'm down for that one because with that defense, shit. And then the offense he got, he's going to have a running game. George Kettle as your tight end. We 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 know how Brady is when it comes when he got a great tight end at his disposal, Gronk. So he got Debo Samuel. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if Brady could do a jet sweep, but he might have to learn. You could re-sign Emmanuel Sanders. You might have something there. You might have something there. But and then the, and then the Titans won. Obviously, you know, Mike Vrabel. He used to play in New England. They're still close friends. Derrick Henry, you got him at your disposal. I do like they receiving core, but the defense, all right, cool. So yeah, those are my two choices. If he doesn't go to if he doesn't stay in New England, those are my two choices. Tennessee or the Niners. But the Niners one is far fetched though. Yeah, it's that's like just random they just put together this week to make some headlines. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I I I I really don't see that one happening. I really don't see that one happening. But like I said before, wherever he go, I go. So it doesn't even matter to me. I'm kicking my feet up just like he is. I'm just waiting for him to call me to tell me. I'm just waiting for him to call me. I'm just just waiting to see TB12 pop up on my phone and send me a text. Yo, I'm going such and such. He's going to be like, Dre, I'm going to Dallas. You with me? Blocked. (laughs) Blocked. That's where I'm going to have to part ways with you, Tom. I'll be damned if I'm a Cowboys fan. For, listen, for, he's going like, to be like, new phone, who does? For, all, for <laughs> all the shit, for all the shit I've said about them, first of all, I could never be a Cowboys fan. I don't like their owner. I could never be a Cowboy fan. Never. Never. I don't like Jerry Jones. I don't. I have no respect for that man, so I could never be a Cowboy fan. Never. He can't even buy me. Like, yo, I give you such and such and you be a Cowboy fan. Nope. I don't got no respect for that dude. I don't know. If you throw me some money, I might go. Nah, nah. I, I have no respect for Jerry Jones. I don't. I I, I just don't. I, I, I don't fuck with his ways. I don't. I, 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 I don't rock with that shit. But yeah, man, wherever Brady go, I go, man, for real. The Cowboy one is far-fetched. But if he was to go there, we'll have to part ways. I wish him the best, but you won't see me in the Cowboys jersey with Brady on the back. <laughs> nah, I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. For me, that's like me. For me, and we'll get off this. If he was to go, if he was to go to the Cowboys, that would be like me leaving the leaving the Yankees and becoming a Red Sox fan. Can't do it. Can't do it. Ain't no way in hell. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Hell to the no. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I don't know. 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 I
Yeah, man, it's a wrap for this segment, man. Y'all enjoying this episode, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great one. Yeah, man, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this episode, man. We having a damn good time on this joint. But uh, that's segment number two. That episode, that segment is out the bag. When we come back from our third, from our second break, we're going to speak on my man Timmy D, Mr. Big Fundamental, who got his first crack at um, head coaching uh, last week against the Hornets. So, you know, we're going to speak on that real quick. So, again, this is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast, episode 111 with his special guest. Introduce yourself. Aaron from What's the Call Podcast. Let's get it. Yeah, man. When your boys get back, we're going to speak about Mr. Timmy D. Holla at your boy. Right now, you guys got it locked into the podcast that talks about all things sports, and that is Sportsway with Dre Day. And for myself, I'm Lewis from Life Uncensored Podcast. You can find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, even Google Podcast. All you got to do is type in Life Uncensored. Let's get it in, Dre. Yo, this is Sap, the man behind the mic of the Simply Ball Dropping Podcast. Now you're tuned into another episode of Sports Way with Dre Day Podcast. Keep doing your thing, Dre. Apply that pressure. What up, what up, what up? Your boys is back. Episode 111, Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast, The Hoods ESPN, with a special guest, Aaron from What's the Call Podcast. I actually love that name. Um, This segment here, we got to speak on my man Timmy D, Tim Duncan, Mr. Big Fundamental, the greatest power forward to ever play the game, contrary to what anybody else say, it's Tim Duncan. It's not Carl Malone. No, it's not Carl Malone just because he's number two on the scoring list. No. Because last I checked, like Scottie Pippen said, Mel was not delivering on Sundays. And there's been certain NBA and, and, and there's been certain NBA finals where Carl Malone did not show up, but that's neither here nor there. But uh this is about Timmy D. And this was about and this is about his first experience as a head coach. This past week, I believe it was against the Hornets, Coach Pop um, sat out coaching for personal reasons. So hope everything is well with Coach Pop. But Tim Duncan got his first crack at it. And they won. But, you know, as much as I love Tim Duncan and, you know, worship the man, I don't know if I would have gave him that spot. But what you think about that? I was surprised too. I, I I thought it was going to be Becky Hammond to get her get her shine on, or uh, even Will Hardy. I know he's pretty much he's like the like his right hand assistant too. I was pretty surprised, I, but I did think it was going to be Becky. Um, but from from like listening to like Tim Duncan's like post like post game like interviews and stuff, it sounds like she, like she basically did everything anyways. <laughs> exactly. He, he just pretty much is just like facilitating, you know. Yelling at people if they had if he had to, maybe doing a couple subs. Like he really didn't look like he was doing much. Like the beginning of the game, he was just sitting down, relaxing. It, like I, I don't know. I I'm not sure if how I can rate his 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 uh, coaching debut because I don't feel like he really coached. But I mean, he got the win. So 
It's like Luke Walton when he coached the Warriors. So if he never, yeah, that, that's funny. That's true because if Tim Duncan ever coaches again, he's like the greatest coach ever. You know, he won the highest winning percentage ever. You know what I mean? But uh, I was, I was definitely surprised. I, I, I don't know how I feel about him being a coach, though. Yeah, me, yeah, honestly, me either. I'm still. I feel like it looks weird. I li- like, feel like it looks weird. Very I know, weird. Like, a lot of players, a lot of players that like a lot of great players don't necessarily translate to great coaches. Um, like I remember, like, like Jason Kidd, like right away, like they just threw him in. Obviously, he wasn't there yet. Um, Derek Fisher wasn't there yet. Like sometimes it takes time. And I think if he builds for like, a couple of years as an assistant, he definitely could be. But uh, I don't know if how I feel about it. Yeah. Um. But they got the win. So yeah, they got the win. dub. They got the dub. They still pushing for the playoffs. And being a Spurs fan, I can honestly say I don't think they're making it. Um, I did a prediction. Nah. I, I did a prediction episode before the season started, and I was hell bent on saying that they was going to the playoffs because you know the whole mystique of twenty something years of you know making the playoffs. But I think that streak will end this season. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, and. As as, as 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 happy as I was that he was the assistant, I'm with you. I actually, I think I think that I, I think that would have been the perfect time and the perfect moment to let Becky Hammond get her rocks off. That would have been the, that would have been the perfect opportunity right there because just to piggyback off how we started the episode, I had mentioned five females who are assistant coaches in the NBA. That right there, if Coach Pop would have been on some, listen, I'm out for personal reasons. Becky, hold the fort down. Coach them tonight. And they get that dub, that would have been a beautiful look. That would have been a beautiful look. I think it's coming, though. I think think it's think it's coming. I think it's coming where we are going to get a female head coach. And honestly, it gotta be Becky. It gotta be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be her. It had, like, who, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say who else, but like she's been she's been getting bread for this like you know for years now. She's been working through the system, working her way up. You know, it it, it looks like it's riding in the stars for her. To be honest, it gotta be. Maybe high. that's well. Maybe that's why he didn't want to do it. He didn't want her to have like just a one day stint. Maybe she want. Maybe he wanted her to wait till like when it's time to like her to actually just get hired as a head coach. You know, that's maybe that's why. I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard to tell. Well, I mean, I don't even know if Pop coming back next year. So if he if he if he doesn't if he doesn't come back next year, I think that'd be the perfect time to give it to her. Cause I it think can't, so too. it I can't think. be Duncan. It's, it can't be Duncan. It can't be because no. honestly, I think I, I think and I remember I heard Pop say this a while ago. When Duncan leaves, he leaves. So I think from this aspect, I think he put Duncan there so then that way they could leave together as opposed to Duncan already being gone and then a few years later, Pop leaves behind him. Maybe this is a joint thing where it's like, all right, this is going to be my last year. I'm going to have you right there by me and then when it's my last year, we leave together. We'll sell off into the sunset together. So who knows? Maybe that's what it is. But Becky Hammond got... yeah. I, man, man, listen. When I found out about that, I'm like, "Yo, wait a minute, Becky, like, it's 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 her time now. Like, yo, 
I mean, I love Duncan, but come on. This should have been Becky right here. Like, she won a championship in the Summer League. She's upgraded from the bench. She used to sit in the second row of the bench. Now she's, like, now she's right there in there, Pop. Like, that right yep. there, like, that right there would have been the perfect, perfect time to get, let her get her rocks off. And then for them to get the win, too? Shit. That would have been something. Yeah. That would have been something. Game too. They almost blew the game. The, Horn- the Hornets are a hungry team. You could definitely tell, but they almost blew that game too. Um, did you did you see the the Patty Mills interview when they asked him how did he feel about Tim Duncan? No, no, no. He they asked him he was like, how do you think he did on his debut? And he said he didn't do shit. And then he keeping it a buck. He keeping it. He keeping it a buck. Duncan know he didn't do anything. But the oh, one, yeah, he, well, he's, well, he basically said that. But like, it's just funny because like, you know, former teammates, like that's like the first thing he said. They asked him like, "How do you think he did?" Now nah, he didn't do shit. I laughed big time last when I saw that. He's mad serious. <laughs> how you how you feel about that jackass Richard Jefferson and what he had to say? What did he have to say? I didn't hear what he said. Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's I mean, we're all in agreement that Duncan didn't do anything, but he was on. He was on a get-up show, and he was just talking reckless as it pertains to Duncan. Now, some people saying he was trolling, talking about, oh, Tim Duncan has been carried by people his entire life. He what? didn't He didn't do anything. Um, he's a waste of player, waste of time. He's the reason the Spurs are struggling this year. It was to the point where Jay Williams had to get up and leave. But my whole thing was, okay, I don't know if he's trolling or if he was serious. But see, my whole thing is this. Richard Jefferson. Who the fuck are you to say anything about Tim Duncan? Because now... Oh, no, because... Listen, I was laying, listen, I was laying in my bed watching this shit. And he had me fuming. Because I don't care if you trolling or joking or not. You of all people don't got no right to be saying anything to anybody. You want to talk about being carried by somebody. You won a 2016 championship playing for who? Cleveland. How many points did you average that year? Five points a game. That sounds like you got carried to me. You played for eight teams in your career. So you somewhat of a journeyman. So you ain't got no, you ain't got no right to talk about nobody. Let's talk about carrying people. This is the same individual that bailed on his fiance the night before they wedding. And you got the nerve to say something about Tim Duncan? Like, I just think it's some people that got a right to say something. Richard Jefferson, you ain't the one that got a right to be saying anything about anybody. You ain't on Duncan's nah. level. You ain't on Duncan's level. When you play for San Antonio, you only average 11 points a game. Get the fuck up out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, the only people I should that are, like... That are actually analysts that could say anything are the NBA on TNT crew. That's the only people that could say anything on the matter. Well, Charles Barkley, he always hates on Duncan. He hates everything well, Barkley, that's San Antonio. Well, he hates on a lot of... Which is crazy, because every time he talks, he loves San Antonio. Like, the city. <laughs> he always has something to say. Always. Yeah, bitter. Bitter ass. Yeah, we, 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 we know why. Which is something I kind of wanted to bring up in a little bit, too, about Barkley. Oh, no, we can talk about that now, because I know where you're going. So this whole Barkley-Draymond situation, 
what do you what do you think about it? I love it. I love it. Hey, I mean, you know, the other yeah, you know, the other day he said Draymond. He, oh, he was like, what, what did he do this game? He had a triple single. I died when I when he said that. I died because he he's not lying. No, he no no he's not. Like he's not. I have a. He's overrated in my mind, but Bar- but to say that Barkley, like to go at Barkley, Barkley's not overrated. He's oh like, hell no! Ever. Listen, look, Barkley done paid his dues. Like Barkley done put in that work. So 100%. for for you to say that he's for 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 you to say that he don't deserve to be on that pet, like he don't deserve to be on that show. Nah, you're bugging. Like I have a love hate relationship with Charles Barkley. He's very knowledgeable of the game. There's some things he say where I'm like. Nigga, you need to shut the fuck up. But for the most part, nah. He deserves to be on NBA on TNT, no doubt. And Draymond, I agree. I agree. He is overrated. He I, is. Like, he, he, he's he, not even a top. He's not even a top. I don't know. I don't think he's a top 50 player right now, to be honest. Like, right now, at this moment. He's not even, like, the last couple of years, he was, like, the fourth or fifth best player on his team. Well, this year, it's he's clear very- he got exposed. Cause well, how- yeah, he's, de- he's definitely exposed, so he can't say anything. Like, when you average for your career, I think he averaged about nine points, seven rebounds, five assists, and horrible efficiency. Like, you know, he- he's not efficient. Like, he-, he does, yeah, he does a little bit of everything, but he doesn't, do, uh, he doesn't do anything, like, spectacular. He does a little bit of everything. That's all he does. But you go at Barkley, Barkley is one of the top 30 best players ever to ever play the game. For real. Real talk. Like, when you think about great power forwards, obviously, like I said. He's undersized. Under, undersized. Undersized. I think Barkley's, what, 6'5", 6'6"? Yeah, at most. At most. And was given the business. So, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Draymond bugging on that. He bugging on that. He need to sit down somewhere. Listen, I know his name is Dre, just like me, but on this one, (laughs) I'm against you on this one, Draymond. You 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 on your own on this one. See, the first time you called out Charles Barkley years ago, I was with you. On this one, nah, you on your own on this one. I'm I'm, I'm not even rocking with you on this one. Shaq will take your job. No, he can't. No, no, the TNT fuck. Would, no, you can't. TNT wouldn't want him there. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't take Charles' job. I'm sorry. Like he's he's an institution with TNT. Charles ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nah. nowhere. That's the best. Sports show on TV by now, far. Let's be honest. Now, let's be honest. If they were both playing at the same time, Wash. Was a baby Draymond. Wash. It'd be done. So I, I don't understand what, but I, I know Barkley's very critical of a lot of people. You know, he has always has something to say. Yes, he like, do. This is like, but that's his job. Like, your, your job is right now is to play basketball. You shouldn't be worried about what Charles Barkley said. Your team is one of the worst teams in the league right now, and you're not helping them one bit. He's still, you would think with all the injuries, he would be the best player on that team. He's not even. He's not even. Speaking of that, now now, 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 now be speaking about that, we could just speak about stuff on the cuff now. How you yeah, like, how you like, how, how, how you like Steph's return? I was feeling that. I know, I know you said in your last episode, you was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, but, man, you know, sit out, man, sit out. Just listen. Bad, stay out. Like, you're not playing for nothing. Just stay home. But that fine wife of yours, stay home. Be in that box. Stay home. But, listen. (laughs) You know what? You know what? 
the way I, he played, I can't be mad at him. I, I, I feel like where he's like he could build a chemistry with Wiggins right now. Like he there's a lot of things that he could do that will benefit from the upcoming season though. Because, like even though they've been losing a lot of games, they have some interesting pieces on Yeah, they do. They do. They do. They got some they have some they have some interesting pieces. So why not have your best player play with a few of them to see how it's gonna go? Because let's be honest, a lot of those guys that are playing right now, he's never like he's never played with those guys. They're getting like they're letting their second round picks play. You know what I mean? Like people from the G League play right now. Let's see how it goes. So I'm cool with it. As long as as I think the rest of the season though, they should put him at least on a cap for minutes. Oh no, I think they're doing that. I I I, I think they're definitely doing that. I think he played think what I'm, twenty what twenty three twenty five minutes on Thursday. Yeah, at most. At, at most, at most, it should be twenty five for the rest of the season. What I love. What I oh, go 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 ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just played my turn. Sorry. Oh, what I what what I loved about what he was doing was he was giving pointers to them. So now we so so now so now we really get to see him kind of somewhat be like that floor general. So that was the part that I actually enjoyed seeing him doing in the game on Thursday. He still can shoot. He ain't afraid to. He still he still ain't afraid to do that. But some of those passes, some of those passes he was doing, I'm like, whoa, okay, Steph, welcome back. Like the one, like the one he had the Wiggins, like basically start the game. Oh man, that was a thing of beauty. I was like, like okay, Steph, back. welcome back. I'm like, all right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I dig it, I dig it. But yeah, like, come on, we, we 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 know we we know they're not going nowhere. So, I mean, it is. But I I I think I think what it is with him is I think he's hell bent on trying to get down with this Olympic team. Cause he's been saying that, like he wants, he want he he wants to be on the USA team. I mean, I don't see why not. I I would want the best shooter on the planet to be on my team. So, no, I I definitely see it, and and, and that's good too. Cause I'll get him game shape ready for the Olympics if that's the case. True that. I mean, true that. True that. They'll get him game ready. So I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool with it. I know, I know you was a little against it before, but as, as long as they keep it cautious. Yeah. Like, just yeah. Because let's be honest, that injury was a freak injury, anyways. So, like, you can't prevent freak injuries. Um, but like, I think they should just, you know, twenty twenty five, let him do his thing, just mentor the guys. Because he's not as young as he used to be. You know what I mean? Like, he's obviously he's he's a veteran now, and he knows how to win. So let's he's got he's got he's got to play it smart. The Warriors have to play it smart. Kerr has to play it smart. But they shouldn't rush back Thompson. Thompson should just not play at all this season. Oh, no, I, 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 I think I, he's a I, dub. I yeah, I, th- yeah, I, th- I think yeah. he's a dub. I, I, I don't think we get the Splash Brothers this year. But um, like, may, like maybe they'll bring it back for like the, the, the second to last game, something like that. But I, I wouldn't. I would just leave them off. But Steph, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I was against it at first, but I guess, I guess, I'm, I, I guess I'm alright with it now. I guess I'm alright with it now. But uh, some breaking news came about. Early today, Brooklyn Nets. Well, I was gonna say head coach, but he ain't the coach no more. Kenny Atkinson, and supposedly the Nets, they mutually agreed to part ways, which is crazy to me because I think right now Brooklyn is the seventh seed in the East. Even though they got a losing record, they're the seventh seed. I don't think I've ever seen this before, where a playoff bound team. Parts ways with their coach trying to fight for the playoffs. So I'm shocked on that. What you think about that? 
I'm I'm just as shocked as you, especially because like the Nets have been doing their own like like Philly type of thing, like trust the process type of build the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Like last year they were able to make it to the playoffs with you know and no one except Spencer Dinwiddie to keep you know to play as good as he has, and uh, they have really good pieces on that team, and I really enjoyed Kenny Atkinson as the coach there. But I I'm, I'm surprised. I think it, it must have been something like inside like inside that, that went wrong because why why this close to the playoffs for real yeah i mean like something in the inside must have happened that they were like all right we gotta get rid of you like hopefully i'm not saying like there's any scandals or anything like that like i don't know but there's gotta be something that that must have triggered this um because kenny atkinson's not a bad coach because now they have what i think the interim coach is uh jacques Vaughn. yeah and last time he coached was in orlando and he wasn't good so I don't know if that's the coach that they would want in the interim to continue for this <laughs> the rest this rest of this season, but I get they're going for it. It's really weird. Well, again, really I've 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 emphasized this a few times, and my opinion with the Nets this year is just get out the first round. That's my whole thing. Just get out the first round. Last year, they made the playoffs. They and no nobody gave them a shot to beat the Sixers, even though they was able to get one game, which was the first game. Bam! Free agency comes. Who do we get? We get KD. We get Kyrie. Now it's like yo. Even though we know KD's not playing, all right, cool. Kyrie is there. DeAndre is there. All right, we might have something here. Now, my only goal for the Nets is just like I said, just to get out the first round. We don't need to talk about conference finals. We damn sure don't need to talk about NBA finals. We could talk about that next season when when when, when that seven foot monster comes back. This year, just get out. Just get to the second round. That's it. Just get to the second round. With Kyrie now being out for the rest of the season. Which I mean, I honestly think that's a little sketchy for me. I mean, I think, he, I, I think, he, I, I think he honestly just called it the season because it was too much pressure on him because he was going to have to hold the fort down by himself. But that's neither here nor there. That's just my opinion. But see, I think it's a method to this madness, though. I think, I, I, I think they're putting the pieces together to to get to make some shit happen for next year. Because, again, Kyrie and KD ain't coming back this season. And, oh, with, and, with, and with the emergence of Spencer, and with, the, with the emergence of Spencer and what Levert has been doing these last few games, Brooklyn might have something next year. You just need a coach that can take... Hold. Yeah, you need a coach and then you need to be healthy. Because, honestly, I'm... If you listen to what's the call, listeners, like, I'm I'm not the biggest Kyrie Irving fan. I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not the biggest Kyrie Irving fan. I think he's super overrated, mm. and he's very, and he's very injury prone. Very um, much. People, people forget that he played like what ten games in, in Duke. You know, I mean, every year he's out at least twenty five. I don't even think it was ten. <laughs> I don't even think it was ten. I don't even think it was ten. I think it was probably six or seven games. And and then in NBA, in his NBA career, he misses like twenty games a season at least, at least. 
And you know what I mean? Like he, he's injury prone. And I'm also nervous about KD because that injury could be changing for him. Like, mm-hmm. will he will he come back as great as? I mean, I'm sure he will, but like the risk of him being injured again. You know what I mean? When you're that big and you move like that, the risk of injury is very high. So I'm just nervous about injury related. If they could stay healthy, that team is a problem because Karis LeVert and Dinwiddie are just. Are just great role players. Jared Allen's a great. People sleep on Jared Allen. Jared Allen's nice too. Oh yeah, I, I, I love Jared. I love Jared Allen. So, so that team is the, the the hardest part for them will be health. I think coaching. I, I honestly thought Kenny Atkinson would have fit well with all of them, but obviously something must have happened. But health will be their biggest thing going to next season. That's that's my take at least on it. I take. have a coach in mind. I have okay. a I have a coach in mind for that matter. Let's hear it. It's Tim Duncan, right? Oh no, <laughs> hell no, 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 not Tim Duncan. But I do I I do have a coach in mind. Obviously, it's not going to be this year. Let's let 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 Jacques Vaughn hold the team down because again, I don't expect Brooklyn to do any damage in the playoffs. And if the playoffs started right now, unfortunately. They get Toronto, and that, and they'll probably be done in four or five games. So you could basically just focus on next season. You get Kyrie back. You get KD back. Hopefully you got nobody that's free agents that can leave, and you keep this team bay. You just need that coach. And I got one coach in particular who I think can do something with this team. I think they need to give Mr. Mark Jackson an opportunity. Oh. I think it's like I, I'm tired of saying I'm tired of saying this. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. It is time for this man to get up off his ass. And, and don't get me wrong, I love hearing him on ESPN. I love yeah. hearing him on ABC for the big games, but it's time for Mark Jackson to get on them sidelines and start coaching again. Either him or Van Gundy. One of them. One of them. Because enough is enough nah. now. En- en- enough is nah. enough now. Man, Mark Jackson's blackballed, man. It's never going to happen. You got a blackball. It's not going to happen. Well, I'm going well, to keep pressing the issue. Because Mr. Ja- Mr. Jackson deserves a chance. He deserves I'm a chance. Cool I'm definitely cool with it. Yeah, you know I mean, I, 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 I feel like I feel like I don't think it will happen either. I don't think it will either. I, 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 I don't think he will either. But I mean, it's just it's it's fucked up. But then, but then you think about it. All right, if not him, then who? Then I would have to go with my second option, which would be Van Gundy, Jeff, not Stan, Jeff. Yeah, I'm saying not Stan. Yeah, no, 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 not Stan, not not Stan. Let him let, let 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 him let him do the TNT games now. He good on that. <laughs> let, let, That's a hot take though, Mark Jackson. I'm, I'm I'm a very interesting, very interesting take. I wouldn't even have thought about him. Yeah, man, I for mean, real. I mean, it just happens. I haven't even got a chance to think about anybody yet. <laughs> oh no, I thought about it once I heard about it. Once, like, I, like once I once I woke up this morning and saw that shit on Twitter that they had parted ways. The first coach I thought, Mark Jackson. New York, New York, come on, because the Knicks ain't gonna give him a chance. So all right, cool. Why not? Why, why not? Why, why not? You know, 
Why not come across the bridge to Brooklyn? Come holler, come holler at us at Atlantic Avenue. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know it is what it is. But yeah, before, but yeah, before we go though, before we wrap this up. Yep. Now again, check out, check out they, check out they podcast. What's the call? I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick with you, motherfuckers. I got a bone to pick with y'all. When y'all did y'all nicknames for certain sports, y'all left out a few yeah. people, and I'm offended. I, and and boxing, I'm definitely offended. The usual man, suspects. There's so, there so many. There's so many nicknames. Man. I, you you, you absolutely you right. Miss a couple. Yes, it, it, a couple. you you <laughs> yeah, but no, but this one that you really missed. It's one you really missed. Let's hear it. B-Hop, man. Bernard Hopkins. The Executioner. Executioner. And the Alien. Remember, he went by the Alien, too. Because 40-something years old, and he's still kicking these young niggas' asses. The oldest champion in boxing history. 48 years old and held the championship title. You ain't yeah. gotta be. You ain't gotta be a heavyweight. You could be a light heavyweight as long as you're the oldest. So I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm, I'm listening to your episode. I'm at work. I'm like, wait a minute. No B hop. Like, no, I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Something wrong here. Something wrong here. I'm like, I gotta get them. I gotta get them. And then football. Y'all said something about the quarterbacks that don't have nicknames. Yeah. Pay, Peyton Manning got a nickname. Who's Peyton? Sheriff. Is that really his nickname? Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you know who Brian Dawkins is? Brian who? Brian Dawkins from the Eagles. Yep. Weapon X. Weapon X. Ooh, oh, that one I did know. I forgot about that. One. Look, look. Come on, come on. <laughs> All right, now. I mean. I mean, this one is... Cl- like, we went through like a hundred nicknames, man. Cut us a slack. Come on. No, no, Chuck, fuck that. All that Googling he was doing, he should have been able to get that one. All right, basketball. Basketball. Y'all ain't even say Sean Kemp. Rain Man. Sorry, man. We tried. We tried out here. You know what's so crazy? When y'all said Gary Payton, I was like, oh, they definitely gonna say Sean Kemp next. Definitely. Nope. I said, oh, come on. I'm like, y'all killing me. Y'all killing me. Man, I was trying to hit him with the with the, with, with, with the big ragu, Dante DiVincenzo from the Bucks, man. I was, I was banking on that one. I feel, I feel you, but come on. The rain, man. Come on. White Mamba. You ain't even say Scalabrini. I know. Damn. I know. Look, look, man. We, we might have a part two, all right? We might have, we might have a part. There's so many nicknames. I'm sure we, we missed a, a, a bunch. We went over maybe like a hundred nicknames. Nah, no, that was a hell of an episode, though. I ain't gonna lie, though. That's a hell of an episode. Hey, yeah, we, we tried to do something different. We, you know, sometimes sports gets you know the, the day to day gets a little boring. We gotta we gotta switch it up sometimes. Speaking of speaking of my Yankees, you forgot a Yankee nickname too. Who? Paul O'Neill, Warrior. Yep, Paul O'Neill. Well, I purposely forgot all the Yankee nicknames. So. Well, you should be ashamed of your, well, well, you should be ashamed of yourself for, for forgetting those nicknames. You should forget them. You should be ashamed of yourself. 
But it was one more nickname. One, 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 more, one more nickname. I mean, I'm not sure if you did say it. You said Chris Paul, CP3? Um, I think we said it. Well, we were talking about Yeah, we definitely did because we were talking about um, Paul George. We were talking about like, how well, Dimitri was saying how ridiculous it was that he changed his number from 24 to 13. Just I so love had, it. Just so he could have that nickname, the PG-13. But we were saying like, it, it, made, it, it works. It's cool marketing. It's cool. It sounds cool. Why not? I dig it. I dig I'm, it. But see, here's the I'm, thing. See, here's the thing, though. And then we can get off this after I say this. Chris Paul, his initials is CP3, right? CP, yeah. Well, is he a third or? Huh? I, I mean, I know his number is three, but is he like the third or anything? Do we know? Dang, I'm not, I'm not even sure. But no. I'm the, not sure. I'm the, neither am I. But my point is this. Okay, go ahead. CP3, got you. There is, there is another CP3 out there. There is there there is another CP3. It's not just him. There's another CP3 out there. In fact, there's another CP3 to the point where I don't even call him CP3. I call him by his name. His mother named him Chris. That's what I call him, Chris Paul. See me, there's somebody else that has that CP3 name. You ready? Yeah, I'm I'm waiting. Candace Parker. <laughs> that's that's right. CP3, she's the real CP3. Why? Because she's a champion. Chris Paul is not a champion. He's an Olympic. He's could have, should have, didn't. He's an Olympic gold. He's a. He's an Olympic. It's the NBA's fault, man. Hey, 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 hey. They vetoed. They vetoed the trade, man. Hey, he could have won in Houston, but they choked. But we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that. But yes, Candace Parker is the real CP3. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. But yeah, man, it's a wrap for this episode, man. Your boys, it's over. It's a wrap. Aaron, my man, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a guest up on this joint. So before we wrap this up, go ahead, man. Plug your podcast again. Let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, man. I next time we we're, we're all on. I have uh, we have the other two guys on What's the Call with us. Facts. We'll do it together. It'll be great. Um, so yeah, What's the Call podcast. You know, we're on Instagram at What's the Call podcast. Twitter at What's the Call pod. Uh, we post you know pretty uh, pretty regularly. Uh, we episodes bi-weekly every other week. Please look out for us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. We're on everything. I'm trying to get Dre to help me get on iHeartRadio, too. Uh, <laughs> so we're trying to get on everything What's the Call podcast. You heard my call. What's yours? Whoo! Nice little, nice little slogan at the end, though. I like that. I like that. I like that. What's the call? What's the call? Well, what's the call is we get the fuck up out of here. And uh, again, thank you all for your support. Thank you all for your listens, sharing the podcast, rating it, reviewing it, liking it. Your boy appreciates it. Um, the same streaming platforms that What's the Call is on, your man Dre there is on. Anchor, uh, iHeartRadio, Podbean, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public. I know I'm missing a few, but you know, I'm just full of adrenaline right now. So it is what it is. So again, my man can't Aaron. Forget. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We can't forget. 
We're on Anchor too, man. Can't forget Anchor. Nah, you can't forget shout about them. Anchor. Yeah, shout, shout out to Anchor, man. Shout out to Anchor. Again, my social media pages. Y'all can reach out to your boy, Dre Day, on Facebook, on Instagram. My personal page, Dre Day 1985. The link is in the bio. Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. The link is in the bio. Check out the Twitter page, Dre Day1985. There's plenty of ways that you can check the podcast out, and it's free. It's free 99, you know what I'm saying? Just hit that button, just hit that play button, and just listen away. So again, my man Aaron, thank you once again for being the guest. Thank you, thank you. In closing, 111 is over. Y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. God bless. Peace and love. Episode 111 is over. Finish. Close. Peace and love. Your boys are out. Lovely.